1: El nuevo crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, piernito, jugoso. Es pollo en McDonald's. Un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo crispy chicken sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el lab de McDonald's. Para papá. En McDonald's participantes. Welcome to
0: Is This Real Life, a podcast that relates to quirkiest aspects of pop culture and reality TV to our own lives. This is your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 24. I am here with Franklin Sellas, who just moved here from New York City Hey, guys. And we met Pride Weekend while I was walking my dog, Stassi. And Franklin was like, Stassi? Like, from Vanderbump Rules?
1: Yeah, I was pretty uh, pretty stoked that your dog's name is Stassi.
0: And so <laughs> um, I mentioned that I had a reality TV podcast. And Franklin's like, can I come on? Because I, I know it all. I basically begged you. <laughs> I was like yes let's do this <laughs> and Franklin also has a pup he's actually a co-parent of three miniature dachshunds yeah so
1: we have um Freddie Scarlett and Penny and they are three dachshunds aka maniacs um so I'm co-parenting them with Andrew and um it's been a Quite an experience. Quite
0: an experience. Well, tomorrow we might have a little play date, especially if it's rainy. Yeah, definitely
1: play play date and rosé.
0: Yes. (laughs) Well, so how long have you been watching reality TV? And do you watch all reality TV or just Bravo? So
1: I'm solely Bravo, and I've been watching reality TV since it was a toddler.
0: Seriously? Yeah.
1: Since it was a toddler, yeah.
0: Oh, since it was a toddler, yeah. I was like, yeah. "What? What was on when we were toddlers?" So I feel like
1: reality TV is almost like late twenties now.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. So, what did you start on?
1: Uh, I probably started watching the really like dusty episodes of it was. I don't remember the name of it, but it was when those married women in New York, or like there was single women in New York, and they were going around, and the film was like the 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 h there wasn't HD before. Wow. Right? <laughs> oh my god. And they were like all sweaty on the street talking What was about. the name
0: of the show? I no you clue. do was it on Bravo? I think it was
1: called like Living in New York or something.
0: That's so funny. What was your first Bravo show that you got into?
1: Um, I think I started watching the OC.
0: Real Housewives um, of the OC no. like back in like mid two thousands when it first started. Absolutely. Wow. Um,
1: right they weren't there. Uh, I typically watched it like for like I binge watched it after a hangover or during a hangover. Okay. Right. Because um, you can't go anywhere. All you got to do is watch brainless television.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't think it's brainless.
1: No, I, I mean, <laughs> it's become quite the event.
0: <laughs> I was like, I need a clear mind to watch this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Although, I mean, it does pass the time when you're not feeling Yes, involved.
0: that is so true. Yeah. Do you have a favorite character or uh, person? I guess they're real people on The O.C.?
1: On The O.C.? Okay, so everyone hates on Vicky. I love Vicky,
0: you love some Gumbelson.
1: I I enjoy her. I enjoy her craziness. I enjoy how she's a hustler. I enjoy. Do you her.
0: like to whoop it up?
1: I, I whoop it up on a daily. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have you ever had a brux in your life?
1: Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> probably more than I care to, uh, probably multiple times.
0: <laughs> I'm a I'm a Shannon Bedore fan, as obnoxious yeah. as she is. Yeah. I mean, actually, I really like Kelly Dodd for, for the show. She, I like Kelly Dodd. For the show.
1: I enjoy her crazy also.
0: Yeah. But I've never, like, loved the OC the way that I love New York.
1: So, yes. So, being from New York, I have a special place in my heart for it. And um I think that OC is just the original one, right? Yeah. Um and so after that everyone kinda knew what was gonna happen and knew how to how to act afterwards. Yeah. So um I don't know. New York's New York's good. Oh.
0: <laughs> so did you watch
1: This Week? I did.
0: It starts out with Luann getting out of <laughs> prison and rehab. What what do we call that? Prehab?
1: We call it Dusty. <laughs> Luann needed something to talk about, so she got arrested.
0: So her and Dorinda get together. I'm and surprised
1: Dorinda wasn't the one that got...
0: Right? The, the clink I clink. said that last week. I um, was like, she has way more outbursts than scenes. She gets
1: blackout. On she,
0: the daily. And
1: she does that slurring thing where she's like speaking backwards and she doesn't really know it.
0: Yeah, there's people who get drunk and you can't tell. And then there's Dorinda.
1: Dorinda. She's yeah. like an obvious case.
0: Beyond. So they go to the Mayflower Inn in Connecticut for mm-hmm. a girls' spa weekend. Yes. And of course, people get paired up to uh, in the cars together. Of yep. course, production is like, you guys are going together yeah. and you guys are going together. So Dorinda and Luann are together. And my favorite part of that conversation is Luann recounts everything that happened. And then Dorinda was like, well, you can see how people get, like, brought into the criminal justice system. (laughs) Like, you can see how this happens now. Like, she went from, like,
1: "Uh, all right, I kind of messed up to having, like, a chronic jail problem.
0: And and it's like, Mm. girl, you spent one night in jail not in prison you got yes your gross bologna sandwich
1: which i thought was pretty funny that that was her that was her like major highlight that she ate the mustard packet that was still in.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. That, like, for her, that was, that was it. the low point. That was yeah. her, That was
1: her bo- rock bottom. That was her bottom. She had to. She bottomed s- out. She had to change her life and start praying.
0: And so then she goes into, like, a spa rehab retreat where she's doing yoga <laughs> and getting acupuncture. I'm <laughs> sorry. That is not the same thing as being trapped in the criminal justice system as a person of not, color in this country. Not <laughs>
1: even in the same zip code. <laughs> <laughs> so like her story compared to everyone else's, they would they would think that she went on vacation.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean she did.
1: She she did. She did. She came back with clearer skin, she was thinner, she got rid of that bloat that she had going on all season.
0: Ooh, shade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean when they do the the when they go back in time and they see her you see her older self or younger self I mean
0: she was drinking seven glasses of wine a day. That's what she said. And it shows
1: I did a little binge watching earlier today, and they go back to the earlier episodes and they see they they show her saying, "Hey, I'm ready for a drink," and there was like it's eleven thirty lo
0: right exactly
1: and she's like, "What's the big deal? I'm ready for it
0: yeah, so she and it wasn't just like a drink it would be to get drunk
1: right so now i'm noticing, I'm going back and watching them again because I want to see where she gets sloppy because there was an episode, the Roaring Twenties
0: Oh, they always have the flapper.
1: Correct. She got a little sloppy, and I didn't really notice at first.
0: So they get to the Mayflower, yeah. And the first order of business always is room selection.
1: Room selection, but they definitely edited to the bottle, the bucket of booze. That oh was in
0: God! <laughs> yeah, I mean. Come on, you way, can't way. you call ahead of time and say can you just not have any booze in the room? But of course Dorinda was like, Well do you mind?
1: Do you mind if I drink?
0: Stop it. If she just got out of rehab, it's not that big of a deal she to miss a drink for a couple she was days. She was I the mean on-,
1: <laughs> on a groupon. <laughs>
0: I mean, I truly believe that she went a long time without drinking because she was so honest about she said like I'm going to do it for now. Like I don't know if this is forever, but I'm taking it a day at a time. Whereas when people are like I'm sober, it's so amazing and
1: that's what Tom said about their marriage. I'm going to take it one day at a time and look what that is. <laughs>
0: So speaking of Tom, this all happened because Tom threw a New Year's Eve party yes. on a yacht, yes. on the yacht that they had their engagement party on, yep. on New Year's Eve, which was the their wedding anniversary. Yep. They got married on New Year's Eve. And Ramona, well, first of all, Sonia gets an invite.
1: She does a good girl code thing. She doesn't say anything about it and she ignores it.
0: Yep. And then later... Later, once the dust has settled, she tells Luann, Hey, I got this invite. Super weird. I ignored it. Correct. She did the right thing. Ramona was staying with a friend. Wait, what is dusty? It's a lingo I'm unfamiliar with. I'm always behind. All right, so I
1: call things dusty that are just, like, not... Like shady? Not shady. Well, shady's just shady, right? Dusty is like Tinsley. Tinsley's, like, she doesn't really have a good storyline. She's a little, like, it's boring.
0: Oh, I. You don't think the Coupon King is interesting?
1: <laughs> I, think, I think Tinsley is a uh, sufficient member. I don't think she is a necessary one.
0: Okay, I see. So Dusty is like not fully necessary,
1: right? Like you thought the Rose was Dusty earlier.
0: Yes, I did. But it was, it's fine.
1: It's fine. Okay, yeah, we're doing it. Uh- <laughs>
0: So, Ramona is with a friend in Palm Beach. Yep. And that friend is like, "We, I really want to go to, this is Ramona's story, I really want to go to that party on a yacht. Yes. So, Ramona, who does not have an invite, calls Tom and asks to be invited, and then gets invited and goes to the party. Yeah.
1: So, Ramona does this whole, like, I want to go to the party, I want to, and, and someone said it, she would go to an opening of a paper bag. her paper bag. <laughs> So, I, I'm not surprised that Ramona was doing it, but I know Luann gets upset. Yeah. About the fact that Ramona, Ramona's like all about going to this party. Upset for whatever reason friendship or girl, girl code. But if you re- rewind to the whole relationship, I don't think that Luann respected girl code by going out with Tom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's kind of like smacking her back in the face.
0: Yeah, I guess. I the whole thing just seemed so weird. After everything that happened, Tom is such a Dude, gross person.
1: He's been on that show for a long time.
0: Yeah. He just keeps like going in and out. He's like carouseling in and out, like with uh, different yeah. women. He'll he's desperate. And he all was like, oh, I wish I wanted to. I married the nurse from Connecticut, not the reality TV star. It's like, no, dude. You married the reality TV star, and you were on that show, and you were storyline, and you loved it he- until you got caught cheating over and over and over oh, again. Absolutely. I mean,
1: like at the end of time, it's going to be Tom, a can of Spam, and cockroaches.
0: Yes, and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Cher. Cher will be here. So Ramona, the thing that I think pissed everyone off and including Luann was how much Ramona kept talking about what a great girlfriend's weekend it was going to be and how much you really need your girlfriends because we at the end of the day we just have each other
1: well <laughs> I don't I mean I don't love Ramona yeah she is she's just weird for me is she dusty she's I mean she's not dusty but she's just weird yeah she's a little weird I mean, she's mean. So, my grandmother used to have this saying when like she calls someone sometime-ish. Ooh. So, like, sometimes you're my friend, sometimes you're not.
0: Yeah, so she's, she's sometime She's very
1: sometime-ish. So, um, she's, like, the equivalent of uh, Tamara. Who's Tamara? Tamara, Tamara.
0: Oh, Tamara Judge. Yeah.
1: She's dusty.
0: Yeah. So, they're all in this spa retreat. The room selection situation. So of course, Luann gets the best room because she just got out of prehab. She's having a moment. Prison rehab. She's having a moment. She's or- having her moment. Remember last time they went on vacation, she like wanted her like the best room because she was getting married. And they were like, whatever, that's not a big deal. But this time, no one questioned it. They're like, yes,
1: you get the best room. You slept on a piece of foam last (laughs) night. You can sleep on the pillow top tonight.
0: And (laughs) usually, Ramona and Sonia share a room every Mm -hmm. time they go places. Right. This time, they did not. And no one assumed that they were. So, Sonia ended up sharing a room with Bethany. Yes. And Bethany is, like, her guard dog.
1: Which is, I think, pretty interesting, but, you know, like, oh, so Bethany's like, sort of reaching out to the other girls now, now that her and, um... Ramona. Her and Ramona are on the outs a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But she's reaching out to Jill.
0: Yes. Bethany yeah. is, like, looking for, and her and Carol.
1: Her and Carol are on the outs. Yeah. So Bethany is looking for her team again.
0: And she's trying to rebuild.
1: Correct. So Sonia's an easy person to put on your team. Yeah. all you have to do is speak up for her. Yeah. But, or drink with her. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And Sonia debuts these slippers from her shoe line that have a deer on them. That is the family crest of the Morgans. Morgan being her ex-husband. Yes. And I don't think that's that big of a deal. A lot of people have a family crest, whatever. And Dorinda
1: Loses loses it. Her crap.
0: You could swear. It's okay. Oh, she
1: loses her shit over this, like, comment. Yeah. And she refers to what she wouldn't do. And, like, that's my problem. I like Dorinda. I feel like Dorinda is, like, a good friend. Yes. Like, if you need someone to pick you up at a hospital, Dorinda's going to do it. Yeah. You need some chicken soup? Dorinda's Dorinda. bringing it over. You need someone to buy a round of shots? Dorinda's Dorinda. doing it. But Dorinda's also that one that if she doesn't like the call of your skirt, she's going to be like... That's a fucking piece of shit. I would never wear that. Why would you wear that? You're a piece of garbage for doing it. Yeah. That's Dorinda.
0: I love Dorinda. But she, this, I will not stand by her on this. This was ridiculous to point it out. I totally stood by her when she was like, hey, there's a huge difference between burying a husband and divorcing a husband. 1000%. Especially since she's done both. Which is how she knows the difference. Right? Yep. And and it is annoying Mm -hmm. to have Sonia talk about her her husband in the same way that um, someone would talk about loss. Are we going to talk
1: about Sonia a little bit too?
0: We can. Let's get into it. What are your thoughts on Sonia's psyche?
1: I feel like she needs some medication.
0: Well, she was on medication and she got fat, remember? And so then she went to Costa Rica to get off medication. She
1: needs her cocktail aligned. Because this woman is in fantasy land still.
0: But she's been in fantasy land the entire time I've been watching the show. She's not gotten over the fact that she's no longer part of the Morgan family. She nope. is divorced, she's part of it through her daughter that she had with her husband she can't get over the fact that like this house that she lives in is not filled with her family members anymore I want to talk about dusty yes that is <laughs> dusty a f when they had the
1: photographers come over the house oh my god she, like, she literally took the dog shit off the floor and put it on the stool and said my housekeeper didn't come today and i just took it off the floor and put it there why don't you just throw it out Because she's, like,
0: incapable of doing things for herself. That's why she has all the interns. Sonia, her mind. She's a special one. She's special. I think she, I mean, I love to play armchair psychologist. (laughs) I think she has some sort of, like, personality disorder. Because it's definitely not just anxiety. Like, she has delusions.
1: Post-divorced.
0: But eh, she has some sort of delusions. Like, I don't know. Maybe histrionic, borderline. I don't know. Something's a little off. She has trouble. Yes, she has trouble, like, maintaining relationships and friendships and, like, lives in this, like, totally devoid of reality. Yes. But she also is fun. And She's, she's funny.
1: She's a good time. I would be, she would be the friend that I would get scared of when she got drunk.
0: Yes. Because
1: it's, like, blackout, like, It's like Dorinda gets angry. She gets in your face. She starts talking shit. Sonia is the one that's going to end up like you're going to be like you wake up the next morning it's like where's Sonia?
0: And like no one hears from her for two days, and And then she shows up totally normal, like like, to brunch. Yeah, as if nothing happened. What time were we drinking? Um, I still can't get over that shoe thing though that Dorinda did. Like they're really (sighs) harping on it. It really it was really unnecessary. Well, it carries over
1: to the next. Episode really, yes. It so that. I
0: missed the my like DVR cutoff at sure. the like next week, yeah. Come so on. they're still
1: talking about it next week, but you know, so Bethany gets involved obviously because she's like the hired watchdog now for Sonia. She's feeling bad for her, but she's also calling her out to her face. She's like, Look, I don't, I'm not, I'm sticking up for you, but you've done your shit too, yeah. And Sonia's like, Yeah, I know, I know, but. The whole shoe crest thing. I mean, if she wants to put it on her feet, she wants to put it on her feet. I mean, it's not taking any money out of uh, Dorinda's pocket.
0: Yeah, and, and it and it's not offending Dorinda's late husband. No,
1: no. Dorinda needs to like move on from that.
0: So, what do you think of Carol? Because I feel like <laughs> this is the season of Carol really opening up Carol and to finding to Andy her Collin voice
1: at the reunion.
0: Um, Carol is already friends with him, though, separately. Like, there's some people that are friends with him, and she's one of the only ones that, like, crosses over between a housewife and being a friend.
1: Okay. So, she wants to sit, she wants to be in that first seat on the couch at the reunion. Okay. I think that Carol has a problem with Bethany that she's not talking about, which is why their arguments are so trivial. Their arguments are about...
0: What do you think her problem with Bethany is?
1: I can't. I Honestly, I don't know. I was thinking about it today because this is what's consuming my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she dyed her hair, she, her teeth are, you know, you know, she polished up her teeth so they're bigger than usual. Really? They're a little bit.
0: How do? You, how can you tell? They look like chiclets. Oh, are they veneers? Something. Something's okay. going on there. What is the deal with everyone getting veneers? I mean, I'd do it if I could. I might have to with my two front teeth that I chipped when I fell two weeks ago. But for now, we'll stick with the little fillers. Yeah, I'll go on
1: a payment plan for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, Carol ran a marathon. She is sort of like getting, getting into her own. Um, I don't like that she's so much of a cat lady.
0: Oh, because you're like a dog person. I love dogs. But she is a dog. Baby. They're all baby.
1: But she got that cat.
0: She, I think she was fostering all the cats. Too much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Get the cat out of there.
0: <laughs> I just, I think she's upset with Bethany for talking behind her back. You think so? Yeah. And for being really rude about Adam.
1: But I feel like it started way before them because they were both away for the summer and it was just watching it today where they were both away for the summer and then everyone had things going on and they really didn't communicate. And so I was surprised at the beginning of the season where when um, Bethany wasn't there to support carol at the marathon yes so i thought that was weird also, she
0: seemed like bethany didn't show any interest in the fact that she was running right. the marathon like any
1: right and i mean i just ran a half marathon and i definitely got a very sensitive with people who did not check in with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard shit it
0: is uh, it's
1: tough and you're like handicapped for the rest for the following week
0: yeah it's really tough
1: So, I mean, I understand the the effort that went into it. But it wasn't
0: just the effort. It was, like, about her late husband, which she doesn't talk about very often. But Anthony used to be a very intense marathoner. He would run marathons in under three hours, which is shocking. And this is something and she used to never work out, but this is something that he really cared about. Right. And she did it in his honor. And I believe the charity, she doesn't talk about it, but she raised money for a charity likely in his name that probably deals with whatever cancer he died of. Okay. So, you know, while Bethany is over in Puerto Rico and in Houston and all this stuff helping all these strangers, she's which not is still like, which is so commendable. Like, come on. We I love it. Listen, I'm all about it. I, but
1: I'm a, I'm a Bethany fan in this argument. Um, I do feel as though Bethany got wrapped up in the things that she was doing. I don't think she intentionally was like, F off Car- Carol with your marathon. But
0: I think she kind of thinks like, wow, I'm doing something really important. And none of you guys are doing anything important. You're focused on your hair and your eyelashes. Bethany. And like, yes. I think that's like, she like looks down on everyone for not being engaged the way she's engaged.
1: Well, I mean, think about Bethany right now. She started in a small ass apartment in New York City with that little white stove, that little junior stove that she had when she was dating another clown at the beginning of the series, Mm -hmm. Um, a beginning of this franchise. Yeah. And she's like this, the the, the wealthiest person on the show now. And so I feel like she respects her hustle more than people respect her hustle.
0: I think everyone respects her hustle. All but she, she wants, she's obsessed she, with people respecting her hustle. Correct. I'm exhausted by it. So, but
1: she is not recognizing the fact that other people don't have to hustle as much as she does.
0: Yeah. Or
1: don't care. Don't care to. That's probably the best way to say it.
0: Like, not everyone needs more, 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 more. Okay. She, I don't. I'm a person that's like, I'm much more of a Carol type of a personality. Okay. Okay. Um, in terms, like, I'm really kind of politically engaged. I have, like, few close friends I'm very close to. I don't need to hear from them, like, all the time in order to know that they care about me. I feel pretty strong and grounded in my friendships and relationships. They're not very... Yeah, they're just not very fragile. Things aren't very fragile. So, like, if I don't hear from someone for a couple months, it doesn't... Yeah, Yeah. like, it doesn't mean it's over.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... And that's probably why I like Vicky, because she's also a hustler
0: yeah you um, but I like watching Bethany, but I feel like she's on her high horse about this Puerto Rico stuff in a way that she's kind of blaming her other castmates and it's she's holding them to
1: a different standard right That's, but they, they, they can't be, but imagine they the standard
0: is. that people hold Bethany to who are actual aid workers who do this. their whole lives and then she comes in and you know like and they're with open arms like yes join us yeah let's let's do this you know so for I don't know I felt like she if she can show such compassion to strangers why can't she show that compassion to her friends
1: because the drama that she causes is so fun to watch it's so fun to watch and it's what pays her checks is what what, how she gets paid but I also
0: (laughs) think she's incapable of of showing that same kindness and compassion to friends, like it's not until like with Jill Zarin, it wasn't until her husband died that she like let that down all she of her yes yeah. It yeah. has to be extreme situations. Well, maybe because
1: Bethy now feels that she's in a better position than Jill is. Yes. And there's no competition. We're all
0: alone. Yeah, she we're made all it alone. about herself. Was so, I was so that annoyed. Was, that was
1: really crappy of her to be. She's like, "I'm alone." Her husband just died, and she's like, "We're both alone." And I'm like, "No, it's not about no, me, girl. it's not about you. No, this is not
0: about technically, you." Technically, you're not
1: alone. You have like 18 people around you at all times.
0: Yeah, North Kevin, the driver. I always wonder. Like, I can't tell if he's like annoyed or bored, or. But she shares so much with Everything. him that I don't think she shares with. I'm like, why can't you let your guard down with because your friends? He
1: works for her. He's not better than her. Yeah. So these girls are all like on some level of like being better than her or have something that she doesn't have.
0: What I was really unhappy with, and this is why I still am harping on Bethany, was the things that she said about Carol. You're like
1: an anti Bethany.
0: Not normally. because okay, I love her. Um, it's more, more the her. stuff that she was saying about Carol not having a job, not being married, and not having children. Right. That really was so, I'm like, okay, if this is how you're starting to evaluate people, first of all, Carol was a reporter with ABC News. Yes. Yes, she's had ghostwriters to write her books, mm-hmm. but she has had a job. She also has been married. Neither of those things should matter to your friendship. No. And then the fact that she didn't have children is such a nasty nasty blow because had she her ma- had her husband survived Should they would have had kids yeah, and, and so I mean, you're po- pointing out like this tragedy in her life that she talks about in her book about being a young widow I mean I remember a comment where she's like you know I could be the one with a double wide stroller you know if if right. things had turned out differently but I'm not and I'm childless and that's okay Right But for Bethany to point that I just thought it was like the lowest dig
1: Bethany definitely hits for the jugular,
0: Just like Kelly Dodd.
1: Kelly Dodd. I love watching Kelly Dodd fight.
0: She... They go mm. as low as they can go and as deep and it's mean and I can't understand. Who
1: said it cut to the white meat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's one
1: of, it's one of their franchises. Cut meat. Oh, I think it's uh, Kenya.
0: Oh, Kenya Moore. She's
1: another disaster.
0: <laughs> I think she's pregnant.
1: Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. With that gay man's... Oh, Child. he's gay I don't know he looks a little hey how you doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so what do you foresee happening the rest of this season
1: gosh um I see Luann having another little blurb
0: really you think she's gonna I fall off the wagon have,
1: yep I think she's gonna fall off the wagon and it's gonna be another episode I can't believe I did it she's a deeper voice than I do <laughs> Um, I see Dorinda and Bethany having, like, a knockout, drag-out fight. Um, Carol and Bethany definitely not making up.
0: Yeah, I don't because, think so either.
1: Bethany is not someone that's going to, like, back down. She's yeah. not backing down from her fight. Um, Ramona...
0: She just coasts in and out. She's She's just a floater. She's
1: going to talk shit about someone. She's going to drop some tea. And then she's going to walk out and be like, what did I do?
0: And then befriend everyone at the end. And and be like, we're all girlfriends.
1: Tinsley needs to go bye-bye. Really? Uh, She's boring. I don't even want to look at her face. But what
0: about Dale? Who? Her mother.
1: Oh, Dale with her. She's got.
0: Proper southern lighting. Okay,
1: so half of her face move. Was it like her stroke or something involved? Or was that her? Like bad Botox.
0: Probably bad Botox.
1: Okay, because half her face moves, and I ho- if it's a stroke, I'm really sorry.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice that. I'm going to have to rewatch her.
1: Check it out. It's like Rosanna Scotto in New York. So, talks out of the side of her mouth. But anyway, um, Tinsley's a little boring. Um, okay. I hate that she's living in a hotel and she has all this money. It's ridiculous. It's a bad financial decision. Um, she was trying on wedding dresses the other day, she's talking about having kids. Um, her face, I can't look at it anymore. When she really, cho- when she talks, it oh, looks I think like, she's pretty. It looks like she's chewing her face when she talks.
0: Okay, okay,
1: yeah. She, oh, you know, so remember the movie um, "Death Becomes Her."
0: People have been talking about this. I, I have not seen it, okay. but someone else has mentioned this. So, "Death
1: Becomes Her" is about these two women that die, and they want they want to live forever, but they don't. They take this potion from this person, and they end up dying. But they don't, like, their bodies are just, like, these zombies, if it, if that's the best way to explain it. But they're, like, they're falling apart, but they're not. Okay. So, Tinsley looks like she'd like...
0: Like, sort of falling apart?
1: Yeah. So, it's, Tinsley looks like she needs some upkeep, and it's, like, kind of fading around the sides. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like her.
0: Who do you think is the most attractive housewife?
1: On... In New York? All. Gosh, that's a hard one. Um... See, I don't have a favorite, like, overall. Um,
0: Just looks-wise.
1: Looks-wise? That's a hard one.
0: I actually think when they're not totally made up, that Sonia is yes. beautiful. I think
1: Sonia's a natural beauty because there's been a couple of times this season where she's come on no makeup. No makeup. Right? And, she looks, and she's
0: gorgeous. She's great.
1: I'm thinking about Atlanta, who's on there. I want to say Candy.
0: Yeah, Candy's very good. Well, pretty. now Eva's going
1: on full-time. Mm-hmm. And Eva's gorgeous.
0: Also, do you watch Real Housewives of Potomac? Yes. Okay, Giselle.
1: She's gorgeous. Those
0: eyes. She's gorgeous.
1: All of them, she's actually. She's also a shit stirrer.
0: She is, I yeah. I love
1: it. So she's probably like my, my favorite on that, that franchise. Yeah. Giselle, definitely. Robin, her life is Sh- dusty.
0: Yeah, her life is, okay, I get it now. Her life is dusty. Dusty. It's boring. Yes. She's Robin.
1: Driving around in a Ford.
0: Well, but it's also like, are you with your ex-husband or are you not? Like, why does it take you so long to figure that out? She's like, we're on our way. How long do you have to decide before you're with someone or not with someone, especially when you used to be married to them and have children with them and are living with them?
1: I'm not going to say anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep my two cents about that. I
0: actually think Monique is beautiful. Monique. Monique Monique. Samuels, her husband. I don't like her. But she's pretty
1: she's pretty i don't like her she's a very phony bitch
0: do you think she uh was drunk at absolutely she was drunk okay she
1: was hammered she didn't have one and we saw it like i hate when they like say this didn't happen like we're watching it on television that this happened yeah like you were drunk we saw you drinking all day
0: also when she was like we had two martinis but we had food first of all even if you had two martinis you should not be driving martinis are pure liquor yeah i'm over her
1: she's dusty She's dusty?
0: She's a little dusty. Her house isn't dusty, though. Her Her, house is beautiful. Her husband's
1: house isn't dusty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The shade. The shade. I loved when
1: his mom called her a heifer.
0: (laughs) They still don't talk. They
1: don't talk. That's sad. But whatever. She's still a heifer. A dusty heifer.
0: Um... My friend, Parker, who's been on the podcast a couple times, does this thing where he works like casino nights as a, like for people will hire, they're like, we want to have a casino night. So The Real Housewives, um, I didn't watch it last year of Potomac. I don't remember which whoever had some sort of charity event where mm-hmm. they had a casino night. Yep. And he recounted it on the first episode of this podcast ever. And he talks about meeting Chris Samuels. And at the t- I had not watched Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay. But I knew that he was a football player. But now it's like, oh, my God. So he had no idea what was going on with Bravo or the reality show. He just needed to sign all these releases. Got it. But he ended up like hanging out and talking to Chris Samuels the okay. entire night. Oh, wow. Which was so funny. He seems like
1: a cool guy. Um, yeah,
0: he seems so pretty nice. Pretty stand-up
1: dude. Carrot um, loves his family. Um, I, I hate that he had to make a decision between his mom and his wife, because...
0: No one should have to do that. Yeah, I mean, he There's a called. lot of that on Potomac, because Ashley's having to decide between her mom and her I husband. I literally
1: hate her husband for having that conversation with her about that. Yeah. It's disgusting. He doesn't know their dynamic, and for him to... if she's... If she's in a bad spot, why not let her take care of her mom? Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I understand there are some there are limitations and there should be barriers, but he needs to shut uh, his old behind down. Be, and what,
0: be, are, what are with these beautiful women being with these like bald, old, gross, crusty, dusty white dudes? Dusty.
1: He's not even attractive. He, I think he talks a little bit weird. I mean, I don't love Ashley either. She's not my favorite person on the show. She's definitely young and immature. Um, and she's definitely marrying for the cash.
0: Yeah, but she re-signed that prenup, so... <laughs> she needs to be...
1: She needs to keep driving that Porsche around.
0: Yeah. How
1: are you going to find all that hot oil activator for that fro she's got going on?
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> she needs to tame the shrew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... Are you excited for Real Housewives of VOC to come back? Because that is coming back in, uh, like, two to three weeks. I'm pretty
1: excited about it. Um, I don't know how the season's going to go with the fact that no one's fighting.
0: Oh, I think they're fighting. Are they? Yeah, so this is what I know from the trailer is that Vicky goes on a double date. Her and her boyfriend, Steve, who is just, like so boring but apparently a nice guy but then they wait the whole season i guess they're pressuring him to marry her i saw that so her and steve go on a double date with michael kelly dodd's ex got it and somebody else and kelly loses her mind against on vicky yes
1: that's gonna be really amazing
0: and then she teams up with shannon
1: oh shit i don't like shannon
0: Oh, but I like Fun Shannon.
1: So Fun Shannon's good. I didn't like what they did to Kelly in Ireland where they were forcing her to drink.
0: Yeah, although it's... was real shady. That was real shady, but it also... Yeah, that That was was weird.
1: Yeah,
0: they were pushing her a lot. It was odd. Yeah. Uh, But Shannon... Shannon's just one of the most raw, honest people we've had on there and but she is messed up but like i just want to see her do well like she's one of those people that i'm like just leave him and then she finally did and it's like great now like
1: you can like doing like infomercials on instagram and
0: she gotta make that money she gotta hustle she gotta hustle respect the hustle
1: pay for that trainer yeah put on those vicky pounds
0: yeah, but I <laughs> Do you ever listen to bitch sesh? No. You have to. Oh my I god, this it's the best. I thought best. That's what we were doing right now. Yes, no, I know. <laughs> it's it's a podcast. Um it is fantastic. Okay. And they come they do live shows. And at the last live show last summer I was at, someone wore a t-shirt that said, um, Vicky made me fat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to find that shirt.
0: They made it. They handmade it. That was the oh, best part.
1: So it was, they came and buy it.
0: Yeah. I'm but sure like someone needs to make that because that was amazing. Anyways, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This thank was for, so much fun. Thank you for letting me
1: beg you to be on the oh, podcast. Oh, please. Please. I hope please. I was, uh, entertaining and... Yes,
0: where can we find you on social media? Are you around?
1: Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, Clint Sal, K-L-Y-N-S-A-L. Um, K-L-Y-N-S-A-L. I typically take pictures of my dog. Um, you know, just being a New Yorker, new to D.C., I'm just trying to make my life happen one happy hour at a time. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just do my hustle.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and for teaching us all about Dusty. Dusty,
1: yeah. It's going to be a new word.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. So that concludes this week's episode of Is This Real Life? Thank you so much for joining. Please be sure to subscribe on either iTunes or SoundCloud and follow on social media at ITRL underscore podcast. See you next week.
1: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut.